Amazon tiene todo lo que necesitas para tu dormitorio, desde productos esenciales hasta ropa y decoración e incluso ropa de cama para... Si, 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 si estás activas. Y si estás regulares también. Ahorra en todo para la universidad en Amazon. At Kroger, we believe local produce shouldn't be hard to find. That's why we work with local farms right in our own backyard to bring the fresh produce you love to our stores. From homegrown watermelon that makes your mouth water to crisp corn picked right around the corner. Come pick out some yourself, because shopping for local produce should be as easy as shopping at your local Kroger. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Welcome back to episode 2 of Absolute Poppycock. Uh, I don't think last week was uh, that much of a failure, do you, Lee? No. Um, actually, from a lot of people's uh, you know, response to it, they actually enjoyed it. Um, which, you know, like I said, I think the first few might be a bit crap. But, yeah, people thought it was alright, so... Well, you never know. Yeah, I mean, I thought it was pretty decent. Um, obviously, this week we're starting... Uh, we've we've come up with a new way to try and record. Hopefully, without the interference, there was a bit of interference in the last week's episode. So, hopefully, we've alleviated that problem. Absolutely, and I hope everybody enjoyed the theme tune or the intro music. Fucking bum up. bum bum bum. Yeah, that is what it's saying. Yeah, I tried. It, yeah. I'm sorry, guys. I tried to make him fucking change it, but it was too late. He'd already decided that's what we were going with. Um, we are still looking for a better yeah. one. Um, yeah, but I just stuck that on the MP3 and sent it to you. <laughs> yeah, brilliant. Thanks for that. So that's what we that's what we're going with for now until we but, can find something better. <laughs> yeah, now you're gonna get something better than boom, boom, boom. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's fucking brilliant that one, isn't it? Fucking ace. <laughs> No, I wanted to uh, draw attention to something this week that I uh, found out. Oh dear, oh dear. Um, I know, and uh, considering of our listeners, uh, I'm assuming are American, seeing as all the comments on Facebook have been uh, from that side of the globe, I want to just let you all know that the American National Anthem, the Star Spangled Banner, I found out that it is actually an 18th century British drinking song. Or the tune is, at least. Not not the words. But, yeah. So, America sing the Star Spangled Banner, which is obviously about beating the English uh, at war. It's actually... Uh, the tune is actually a British drinking song from the 17th century. 17th, 18th century. Which I thought was quite cool. Yeah, so we do have to find that lyrics to that and just see what it was all about I oh, know I'm trying to I'm, I'm still trying to find out no, the lyrics in old English and you can't really understand them <laughs> yeah exactly I'm trying to find a normal version I'll tell you what does piss me off though and I've known this for a bit of time is uh, America ha- you know we have like Rule Britannia and uh, a few other patriotic mm-hmm. songs they have one called uh, America Tis of Thee or something like, something like that 
and I was listening to it. I was watching. I think it was the Super Bowl. I was watching a few years ago, and I was listening to it, and I was like, "That's the fucking that's God Save the Queen." That's good. And I was like, "No, it can't be. It can't be God Save the Queen." They've nicked fucking tune for God Save the Queen, which is the British national anthem, and they use it for one of their fucking patriotic songs. Pissed me right off that did. It was England's Mm. national anthem then, yeah. I suppose the Scottish should have something to say about that. Yeah, I think Jerusalem's our national anthem. Jerusalem's England's. That's the English one. Who gives a shit? They're all shit anyway. (laughs) I like your good song. Yeah. Nah. Right, what you got to tell me this week then? Well, I've done a bit of bit of weird research because I thought I've got to top your story from last week, you know. So uh, I've done a bit of digging and I found a newspaper. Now, for you, this is probably not a newspaper you like, which is the Sun. Mm-hmm. So, for those of you who don't know, uh, you need to get onto my podcast and uh, listen to Sporting Tragedies, and you'll understand why. Uh, Liverpool fans don't like the Sun so Lee is obviously a Liverpool fan so um, yeah the Sun is not a popular newspaper there but it is a good newspaper for everyone else in the country alright it's an okay tabloid with yeah alright fair enough it's a shit newspaper but (laughs) yeah well they did a study um, now this study was five thousand. No, sorry, five thousand. Fucking hell! Five, I can't even fucking read. Five hundred couples. All right. Okay. And these five hundred couples were given a stopwatch for lovemaking. Right. Right. They were told to press start when he enters in, and they had to press stop at ejaculation. They had to do this every time they had sex over a four-week period. So for me, that'd be probably once. <laughs> You're probably, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> um, and it says, at the same time it took for lovers to hit the sweet spot, it varied, right? Now it varied from 44 minutes, which was the most, down to 33 seconds. Who the fuck yeah. is lasting 33 seconds is quite fucking embarrassing. But the average across all of the couples was 5.4 minutes. I thought that was mm. fucking embarrassing, to be honest. Five and a half minutes. It depends on a lot of things. You reckon? Yeah, absolutely, yeah. Because, uh, well, there's obviously different pussies for a start. Um, yeah, and some are, let's say, a little bit looser than others. What well, it puts, which yeah, I mean, it. I suppose it doesn't really. The study was quite varied in in couples, so it does say that the older couples tended to be a bit quicker, which I find a bit strange. I thought, you know, if you're older, you can't. But anyway. Oh. It goes on a lot of things. Like I say, you get loose, you get loose pussies, which is obviously a problem. You're going to be there a very long time. Yeah. Um, and then you get tight ones, which obviously have the opposite effect. And then you then you get chemistry plays a big part in this. Yeah. Because you know you you there's certain people that when you're with them, it it is a bit quicker than yeah. what it should be probably. Because you like I, them. I mean, more. that is. 
Yeah. So. Yeah. No, but, that's true. I suppose. I think the, the bit that and made then me laugh, and then obviously, oh, go on. but then it, I mean, was these? Because the other thing is about this is was the was the trying to come or not? Because obviously that plays a role in it as well. Because you got your bit of mind over bit of mind over matter, isn't there? I don't know. It doesn't really say, but I'm I'm assuming that they may have exaggerated the answers anyway. Because I can't imagine someone's, you know, I I don't think I'd be genuine. And it go if it came out at five point four minutes, I'd be like to the missus, just just stick another minute on that at least. Fucking hell, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, but if it was forty four minutes, I'd be fucking bored. Yeah, I couldn't. No, I couldn't be doing that. Fucking, I'd be dead. Have you seen the size of me? Fucking hell, forty four minutes. It's like a marathon. Yeah. I'll tell you what did make me laugh though. I was just about to say is uh, it says that it didn't seem to matter which countries the couples were from. Unless you were Turkish. So unfortunately, if you are Turkish, your average is 3.7 minutes, uh, which is obviously less than everybody else. So, yeah, apparently Turks, What's pretty some? shit in bed. Apparently so. Well, maybe they, I don't know, maybe they just want to get it over and done with. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe they don't do any. I don't know. I don't know. Does I mean does foreplay different? It doesn't. No, it countries? says it says there's uh, they're not taken into time. Yeah, this was no foreplay. This was just straight. Mm. See again, it comes back to the the pussy argument. But a dry one's not mm. going to be very good, is it? No, it's going to be quite yeah abrasive. Yeah, that's true. Which you probably at that point would just want to get it over and done with, yeah. wouldn't you? Mm. So, anyway, what was the point in this study? What what did they find out from this? I study? don't know. There doesn't seem to be a real point to the study other than to embarrass men, to be honest. And maybe just yeah. to test the stopwatch. Um. Maybe it was a stopwatch brand that just wanted to test it out or something. I, do you know what? I really don't understand that. I've, I've read it backwards and forwards, and I really don't understand the point. Like I say, it's just to embarrass the fuck out of people. There doesn't seem to be a logical argument for it. Just, yeah, let's take the piss out of people. Very, very weird. Right. Now, I've run across this story from... A very reputable newspaper in the in the country, unlike the Sun, oh, the Daily Star, <laughs> and um, oh yeah, page three. <laughs> it's, we have these papers in the UK, and I don't know if it's the same in America, but or anywhere else in the world. But we have these papers called what we mm. call the Red Tops, and they are essentially just papers that you buy just to get you through the day. Yeah, pretty much, aren't they? Almost, it's like a comic oh, yeah, for adults, shit. isn't it? It's just, it's just, you know, stories in there that make you. It's, well, a lot of them want to make you want to fucking kill yourself, but a lot of them are just uh, just stories in there just to pass the time of day, aren't they? When you're either having a shit or you're having your lunch or whatever. Mm, it's the dear Deirdre shit. I guess before Candy Cru- Candy Crush was invented, these things were. Yeah, it were useful, but now we've got Candy Crush. We don't need the paper anymore. We just can have a shit yeah. and play that. Anyway, but listen to this. Now, the wording in this is fantastic, and it was written by 
uh, Matt Jackson and Sam Huntley, right? So they should get some credit for this story because, I mean, you're going to, well, listen to this bastard. Neighbours plagued by phantom cabbage thrower who tosses veg into gardens. Fucking hell. Yeah, there's actually a picture on here, which I could, you know, I'll put this on on the Facebook our uh, social media so people can check it out. Yeah, again, social media is at the moment Facebook, absolute poppycock. Come over, and uh, we're gonna do a couple of polls on there at some mm. point as well. So, um, okay, a neighbourhood is being, and I like again, listen to the wording of this. A neighbourhood is being terrorised. Right, if this is the only thing you got to worry about, right? You're doing pretty well, aren't you? I mean, look at fucking Israel, yeah? <laughs> a neighbourhood is being terrorised by phantom... And this is it, though, isn't it? You know what I mean? Look what's going on around the world, and, and we're worried about some cunt chucking a cabbage out of his... It's probably just some tosser walking home, pissed, at eating a kebab, I don't want all that salad, launching it. It's not a comparison to that, the Middle you know, East, but yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. A neighbourhood is being terrorised... By phantom food pest after cabbage, broccoli, and even feta cheese. I heard of fox carrying around block of feta cheese uh, into gardens in Stoke on Trent. Yeah, it would be. Clear Middle, a local resident, was stunned to discover the first cabbage had been thrown into her backyard on March the 10th. She initially thought it could have been children messing about, again, feta cheese. Um, <laughs> but roughly a month later, she discovered another cabbage along with a wheel of cheese. Had been hailed over her fence of her home. Claire, 32, then spoke to her neighbours and found that she wasn't the only one who had met the cabbage chaos in her back garden. Claire now worries that children could get injured or a dog could snuffle up some of the toxics, uh, the toxins in the vegetable, in the vegetables from the vegetables. I think. I don't think you know what I mean. Get uh, toxins in a dog's yeah. gonna die. I mean, yeah, if dogs can't eat tomatoes and things like that. Oh, we can't eat tomatoes. They give us heart attacks, don't they? I don't know. I eat tomatoes. Raw tomato. Yeah, yeah. I think that might be the same in dogs. Anyway, uh, it's the skin. It's the skin. Just take the skin off. Take, if you're listening, right, take the skin off. You're going to be all right. If you don't take the skin off, you're in trouble. Anyway, listen. She said, around a month ago, we heard a fud and went outside and found cabbage in had been thrown into our backyard. We thought, it must be kids or someone in the park. Uh, but on April 10th, we heard another thump on the, on the door and someone had thrown cabbages, a broccoli and a wheel of cheese that looked like feta. Feta's I expensive. Why would you fucking get rid of that? Yeah. She was scared, though. I mean, you can imagine. That it, this is terrifying. I mean, you open your door and there's a cabbage laid there. You are going to be in bits. I know. And right? Fucking hell, you must be crying. I mean, imagine if... She, you know, I open my fucking door and there's a big pile of dog shit on the fucking path you know imagine if that was if she was opening the door to that she, she fucking hell anyway I was scared we were being targeted right but knocked on the neighbour's door and asked if they'd seen this and they also confirmed that they'd had cabbage found in their garden Um, I put it up on Facebook and people had had all sorts of fruit and veg thrown I think this means that she'd put this on Facebook it's not really worded very well on here. It actually says, I put it on Facebook and people had all sorts of fruit and veg. People got fruit and veg. I think what she's meaning is people had fruit and veg thrown into their gardens as well. Yeah. Um, it's been it's been around the 10th of every month, right? So she's wondered if someone's getting a food parcel and getting rid of bits they don't want. But, I mean, come on. 
The cheese stinks as well. It's right? not feta then, is it? Now, as you said, if it had come, if they come over here and offered me it, I would have ate it. <laughs> um, Claire says that neighbourhood has found the incident weird, and uh, has been left for no explanation as to what is being, what's going on, and why we're being targeted with vegetables. Targeted. But this is the uh, this is obviously going a bit too far here, right? She said, "I've got two children. It's a bit weird, and now we're putting up security cameras." I have cats and there's a dog next door and it could make them sick. It's a vegetable menace. And next door, I've already faced a vet bill. Not a lot of detail about that, though. I don't know if I don't know if the dog was it on the head by the cheese or... Um, no, it could be anything. It's like we're being targeted by a phantom of the vegetable aisle. My children like to play outside and it's worrying someone might target you. Um, obviously, police have said they're not... Bothered? Getting involved in this, I imagine. Yeah, she said she didn't even ring the police because she said they'd just laugh at her. Yeah, they would. Which they would. Yeah. Anyway, I'll put that on the thingy so people can read that. But do you know what the funny thing is? Did you say she's from Stoke on Trent? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I've been to Stoke on Trent. There's a lot more fucking pressing issues in that town than there is fucking a cabbage thrower. It's a shithole. Again, it's not quite Israel, but it's getting there, isn't it? It's not far. It's pretty fucking bad yeah. there. It's a little trip down the Gaza Strip, Hanley Town Centre in Stoke. Yeah, it's, it's pretty fucking bad. What about this, right? Because we hear a lot of these days about slavery and this kind of shit. And you sure you want to touch this subject? Not slavery. I'm not bothered about that. Oh, but no, this I'm, I'm talking yeah. about. Um, Let's not go there. Go on. There's a. There's a PC here, and I, I come across this looking for some research on another, on another show I was doing. But people used to have human garden gnomes, right? This is a job if you can get it. It says before the days of ceramic garden gnomes, a human being often played the role of a stern, robe-wearing guardian of the flora and fauna. A person was preferably grisly old man uh, who didn't mind living in seclusion and foregoing the even basic personal hygiene. Meet the ornamental hermit. Now, you've probably seen these. Um, You know when you go to stately homes around the UK, because it's a pastime here, isn't it, in the UK? We go to these stately homes for a day out, and we walk around the ground, see all the flowers, Mm. and sometimes go inside, don't you, and have a scone and a a cup of tea and that. Scone. Scone. And um, and it's a sloth. Oh no! Don't sloth. fucking that scone sloth. No. So, um, <laughs> but yeah, in in um, Georgian England, we used to have these people who basically wealthy landowners would. It was it was like um, you really. Nowadays, right, if you've got a Porsche on your drive or whatever, you've really hit the height, you know, the, the fucking height, you know, the, you are the envy of everybody, yeah. Um, mm. But in them days, if you had one of these guys in your garden, I mean, think about it, right? You've got somebody to come and live in your garden. And again, if you go to stately homes, you'll sometimes see these little hermit uh, houses in the garden there. And it's, it's basically like... Um, it's just a little wooden house. Sometimes it's plastic, but it's essentially just a room with a table in it. 
sometimes yeah. if you was really lucky and you had the, and you had the right land, it'd actually be a cave. And they'd live in the cave. And people would come to your house and walk around your gardens and like you'd spot him walking across the garden and say, hey, look, there he is, the, 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 the gnome, the hermit. And anyway, I just thought oh. this was fucking bizarre. Yeah, it does. Uh, I, don't, I don't think I've ever heard of that in my entire life. There's one up here. There's one up, um, you know, Great Limber. Hmm. There's there's a there's a hermit uh, house up there somewhere. It's in this. It's in someone. There's whoever's his garden up there. He's uh, got a mausoleum and all that there. But he's got one of these at the back of the garden. It's like a little round. I've seen it. I've been to it when, when I was a kid, but I don't. I didn't know what it was then. But that's what it was. It was a hermit home. Anyway. Brilliant. We was going to do, won't we? Uh, we weren't going to do any of this shit we just done. We was actually going <laughs> to do... Um, yeah. Well, we won't, must we? This, we didn't no, arrange we to won't. do any of that shit. But what nah. we arranged to do was... Um, Desert Island Discs. Yeah? Mm. So... Uh, what are we going to yes. do? Say, free, should we say... Are we going to say albums here? Yeah. Yeah, I think you've got to go yeah, so, albums. Okay, so... And we want you guys to, to, to play along at home, obviously. And obviously let us know. Go to the Facebook page and we'll put our albums up there. And then you can comment underneath with... Do you want to do three or one, do you reckon? I would say you've got to go, th- you've got to go with three. Three albums. All right, yeah. So come to the Facebook page and let us know your albums. Right, so let's do this then. Three... We'll start with that. Start with music, yeah. So, three albums. What would if you was on a desert island? Then what three albums would you take? Hmm. See, now I thought about this one because obviously you made you made this question a few weeks ago. Or I'm really confused because my. I would I'd have to take probably my favorite album which is uh, Five Finger Death Punch uh, Got Your Six. Um that's probably my favorite album of all time. It's fucking brilliant. I love Five Finger Death Punch. Mm. But a desert island see now I do can I does it have to be a singer's album or can I go with like a compilation like the Now albums? No, you definitely can't go with a Now album. Ah, oh, bollocks. Right, in that case, it's got to be Five Finger Death Punch, uh, Got Your Six, Bob Marley Greatest Hits, because if you're on a desert island, you can't really beat a bit of Bob Marley. And I would have to take Johnny Cash Greatest Hits as well, because uh, I don't think I could live without listening to Johnny Cash uh, absolutely fucking love Johnny Cash so yeah mm. I think that would be my three bit weird you know bit of country bit of reggae bit of heavy metal but I think but I think that's what you'd have to do I think you'd have to vary it wouldn't you you wouldn't want yeah. three albums of the same sort of style because I think well what's the point you may as mm. well have some three well I, I could take three heavy metal albums no problem but yeah yeah you'd, I could I mean, you'd have a fucking headache yeah you want a little bit of something different, don't you? I was questioning Ozzy Osbourne, though. Crazy Train album. Yeah, Blizzard of Oz. I think... 
Yeah. But. <laughs> yeah. But I think Five Finger Death Punch take over that. Do you know? That's that's controversial, isn't it? Is Five Finger Death Punch better than Ozzy Osbourne? No, but. They're yes, not, they're, you know, they're not far. They're on par. They're on par. I think. Um, now, I, I, what I would do, I'd take um, albums that sort of I like. You know, where every track's good. So, because there's albums which I mean, we don't do albums nowadays, do we? We do just tracks, and no. it? it's weird, isn't it? But in the old days, we used to do. I'll tell you something about that in a minute. The old but we days. used to do um, in the old days. We used to do yeah. You, know, you used to save up your money and go down to HMV and buy a fucking record, didn't you? But um, now or Virgin? Do you remember Virgin Mega Stores? I remember them. Yeah, when I was a kid. Yeah, same thing, wasn't it? But yeah. I remember I bought this fucking album once, right? I went to, yeah. it was Virgin, uh, Virgin Megastores. And I, I walked, and at the time I was like into like loads of like heavy metal and everything. I had like, fuck, every time there was a new album out, I had to go and get it, whether it was um, Metallica and, or whatever, you know what I mean? So Iron Maiden, whatever. So I went I went down and there was this um, album, I can't remember what it was called, but it was a Metallica album. And I had about five or six tracks on it, and I'd never I never heard this album. I thought I wonder if it's an import or you know what I mean that yeah. sort of thing. Um, and I, I looked at it and I thought it was only like a fiver, so I thought yeah, I'd saved up all my me paper round money. I'm gonna get an album. I got down there. There's a new Metallica one I've not seen before. I grabbed this bastard. So took it up to the counter, and the bloke behind the counter said, um, "Oh, you do realise that's just an interview, right?" And obviously I said, yeah, because you do, don't you? You're not going to say, no, I thought it was an album and look, make yourself go out, fucking thick cunt. So I yeah. just said, yeah. And he went, oh, all right. then." So he scanned it through. I gave him me fucking fiver and I got it home and that. And it was, it was just, it was just like an half an hour interview with Metallica on a fucking disc going, what is that about? And I think I yeah, listened to um... about 20 minutes of it and just launched it in the, well, I probably listened to the full thing once and then launched it after that. Yeah, that but seems yeah. like a bit of a waste of money. That was definitely a waste of money. I mean, nowadays and that doesn't just make be... your list. Then no, that definitely doesn't make the list. That would be a YouTube <laughs> video, and that'd be it, would it? Now, yeah. But in them days, yeah. you had to buy it. If you wanted to wear like you know James Etfield and that talk, you had to buy a, this. It's fucking anyway. Um, it's probably yeah. MTV was probably around in them days, but. Um, MTV had music in those days. Yeah, well, yeah, three albums then. Yeah, all right. So I'm going for tr- yeah. I'm going for albums here, no particular order. Which every track on the album has to be good, otherwise I can't take it. So I'm taking I'm taking Number of the Beast, Iron Maiden. All right, just for a little bit of something heavy. I'm taking Stereophonics, Performance and Cocktails. Yeah? Fuck it. Yeah, all right. Yeah? Every every track yeah. on that is... is There's no bad track on the album. Yeah? And the other one, like, try it totally out of left field, is uh, Alanis Morissette, Jagged Little Pill. It's, it's fucking hell. 
those three albums, right? I mean, there's the, I can think of a few more, but those three albums, if I put those albums on, I don't skip a track and I don't turn it off. I have to listen to the full thing. Really? Many albums like that. But yeah. stereophonics, I mean... Uh, have you listened to the Performance and Cocktails album? I've probably listened to tracks off of it. Right, but that's not But what I said, is it? <laughs> no, probably, I'm not really a massive Stereophonics fan. If I'm, Because you've never listened to this album. Uh, as we've just established. Well, yeah, potentially. that Yeah, I haven't listened to it. I'm just trying to find out now what's on it. I'll tell you. Is yesterday, tomorrow, today? Yeah. What the fuck? What sort of a fucking name for a song is that? It's a good name. Good song. The Bartender and the Thief. I think yeah, I've heard of that. Yeah, you would have heard that. You will have heard Hurry Up and Wait. Pick Apart, that's new. You would have, would have heard that. Just Looking. Half the Lies You Tell Ain't True. So the only song I can think of when you say stereophonics is Handbags and the Glad Rags. Yeah, but that's not... That's, that's the only song that comes to mind when I think of them. That's not even stereophonics, though, is it? No, they copied it, though, didn't they? Rod Stewart, wasn't it? Yeah, it was Rod Stewart originally. It's a two-disc as well, just so... Yeah. Anyway, so that... But the Old Laughing Lady? What sort of a fucking name for a song is that? The Old Laughing Lady? Yeah. Originally, it was just it was just one disc, wasn't it? But I think you've lost, mate. <laughs> if you could take a, I don't think so. I'm gonna we're gonna put this on a poll and we'll see, right? And hopefully, people will go and listen to these albums because let's face it, you can listen to any album for fuck all now, can't you? Yeah, I'm gonna so, have a listen to this tomorrow now and and laugh while I'm at work. Well, I'll listen to you. I'll do you a I'll do you a deal. Yeah, I won't listen to yours and you listen to mine. No, I'll do you a deal. <laughs> I'll listen to your albums, what you've suggested. Obviously, I've got... Um, I was going to say, you you know Johnny Cash. Yeah. Um, I've not listened... To be fair with Johnny Cash, I've not really listened to a full album of him, though. I love Johnny not, Cash. Not in an album. I am one of them that picks and chooses me, Johnny Cash. But mm. I will listen to that. I will listen to... Obviously, Bob Marley, I've got... Um, no. Five Finger Death Punch I've got, but I'll listen to the Bob I'll listen to the I'll listen to them all and then I'll listen to my three and I'll make the decision based on that. But I also want people to go and decide whether they're voting for Team Dan or Team Lee on this one. Yeah. Yeah, let's see. I think You could win. With that with that selection that you picked, that is a crowd pleasing selection, I will say. Well, two of them are. You see the thing is you've got Iron Maiden there and you don't have to be a heavy metal fan to like Iron Maiden, which you kind of do to like Five Finger Death Punch. So if you're really against mm. heavy metal, then you might actually take it on that basis. But so I was toying with the idea of like taking like um, the police's greatest hits and that, you know, so I could have like the message in a bottle because you're on a desert island, you know. Mm. But anyway, that's a good song. All right. So what do we do now? So desert island or you know the other one that people use for this scenario is the old uh, if you could have a meal and you could invite people from history um to be at this meal um, yeah who would you pick and why 
So how many people? Should we just do three we'll again? Keep, we'll keep three. Yeah, we'll keep three. Go on then. All right. Well, the first person. It's just bearing in mind for anyone who's come across. I am massive history. So anyone who's come across from uh, this week in history will probably know that mine are gonna be massive historical characters. So first person. Well, I think they all are. You're not gonna fucking well, fight. The lady from down the road, are you, when you was a kid or whatever? No, 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 but I mean, like, some some people might go with... It kind of defeats the object, doesn't it? Yeah, well, I mean, you could go with someone like Stephen Hawkins, you know, for an intellectual conversation, but I'm going to go well, with... Uh, that might be a struggle. I'm going to go with the... Hmm... Henry VIII. And pref- obviously, we have to... Um, this is like going to... When you bring these people back, we can speak their language. They can speak our language. Yeah, yeah. So you don't just have to pick English people, yeah. Because obviously, what's the point of inviting someone to come to dinner if they can't speak your language? You may as well not. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Well, my first person would be Henry the Eighth. Just I am, I am. Yeah, just purely on the basis that he's probably the most famous king of all time. Uh, probably one of the most powerful monarchs in British history. Um, proper behind the reformation of the catholic church yeah i yeah gotta be henry the eighth for the first one the second you reckon that he'd be interesting oh yeah come on the man had six wives yeah he had six wives so Mm. he's got to have some stories henry the eighth lad (laughs) yeah um my next one controversial Adolf Hitler Um, I want to get in his head I'd want to know where it comes from where that pure evil comes from Um, so yeah that that would interest me Um, probably really controversial for people to say they want Adolf Hitler at their dinner table I think a lot of people pick Hitler don't they but I don't know I just think he'd be a boring swat at a dinner Oh yeah, but I would question the fuck out of him. Do you know what I mean? I'd want answers for for things. And my third one would be well out of left fields and it would be Edward Teach who is Blackbeard. Mm. Um, just because someone's got to bring the rum and I'm a massive pirate fan. Um, I would love to pick someone from Viking history. However, Viking history is not necessarily well documented. It's all word of mouth. So there's so a lot of it is potentially not true. Um, well, you find you know, that the story out the dinner, of, wouldn't you? Well, but like the story of Ragnar Lothbrok, I would love to... I mean, he would be top of my list. But then, as the stories go, did Ragnar ever exist? You know, there's not... You're not 100% behind that. So, I mean, I could pick three Vikings for you, just off the top of my head. But if we're going without that, it would be Henry VIII, Adolf Hitler, and Blackbeard. Mm. See, as I'm thinking about this... 
and I'm thinking about historical figures and you know would they be that interesting I'm not sure I'm not sure I just don't think they would have that much to talk about you know what I mean I don't think it would be that interesting I mean Blackbeard yeah alright he, he might have a little bit he might have a few story, funny stories to tell you know what I mean? He might stay. Ah, right. So are we going? Are we going for stories rather than questioning? Because if that's the case, I wouldn't take Hitler. Well, because yeah, Hitler, he's not I would want funny stories to tell you, is he? No, <laughs> they're not going to be funny. If we're going for funny stories, I'll replace Hitler, and I will put in. Well, no, this um, is a dinner, isn't it? I mean, the, the whole point is it's a dinner party. You don't you don't want people there who are just going to be twats, do you? No, right. On that, in that case, I will change uh, Adolf Hitler for Ivor the Boneless, who was essentially the first Viking to take the city of York, which is the uh, the city that's there now. Apparently, he took it. This is according to legend. He took it with one side of a cow. So he said to the king of Northumbria, uh, in Northumberland, that you give me the side of a cow and I will make a city out of the side of the cow, basically. So they cut this cow, took the side off it, gave him the skin, and he cut it really, really fucking thin. And he actually managed to do the whole city walls of York with this... Um, side of cow and it joined the whole way around the city walls of York so he took York with because he made this deal that he would take a piece of land and everything inside the cow's skin was his land and the king was like yeah yeah yeah, yeah that's fine thinking he's only going to take like a house and he took mm. the whole fucking city of York so that's the that's the legend behind it you think that happened? no of course I don't think that fucking happened no the fact that it's supposed to happen, it was King Ayla, and it's supposed to have happened after Ayla potentially died anyway. So, but the story's cool, and mm. uh, if anyone's going to have some fun stories, it's going to be a Viking. Well, I had three people in mind, but I've forgot who they were. <laughs> so, I'm just going to say. Um, let me think. Do you know I'd have, um, yeah, and I like straight talkers, and I like people that are going to have interesting stories. Like I say, if I'm at a dinner party mm. or anything like, that, I want to wear some, some entertaining. So I'm going to pick Brian Clough, right? I think he'd be really interesting. You know what I mean? Just sit and listen to some of this shit. I'm also going to pick. Do you, I mean, do you have to pick? You don't have to pick people that are dead, do you? No. All right. So I'm going to have um, Brian Clough. I'm going to have Arnold Schwarzenegger. Mm. Why not? Um, and then I might have somebody like. Um, uh, someone that's going to entertain me and have stories and that. Maybe like a Charlie Chaplin or something. Yeah. Interesting story. Yeah. Charlie Charlie Chaplin's interesting. 
Did you know he was part of a... He grew up in a Victorian no. workhouse. No, he was poor. He was. I did it for one of my um, essays at university. And I did... We were talking about Victorian workhouses. So I was like, ah, oh, fucking yes, I'm going to put in Charlie Chaplin and say that not, not everyone that came out of a Victorian workhouse was... Uh, you know, didn't make anything of their lives because they were trying to go down the route of how bad were the Victorian workhouses. So I was like, well, fucking Charlie Chaplin went in one and he was all right. Yeah, I fucking failed that essay, didn't I? <laughs> I got fucking, I got a two on it and I was like, shit, that's not good. <laughs> I think it's like 45%. Wow, was like, it, yep, shouldn't have done that. Should have just stuck Charlie with the game plan. I think it was more the fact that I missed the point. So the point was to say that they were bad, and I went straight for well, they weren't yeah. all bad. Do you know what I mean? So, but I did. I did the same with. Um, we had a. Fem- I had a feminist as one of my uh, one of my tutors was a feminist, really strong feminist as well. And the, one of the first essays that we did was, um, well, one of the first things she put out was uh, Cleopatra and how. Uh, how's Cleopatra portrayed as a strong feminist character throughout history? Mm. So I put, I put straight away, she fucking wasn't. Um, I thought basically she was a slag. Yeah, she slept with anyone to get whatever she wanted. Secondly, she wasn't even fucking Egyptian; she was Greek. So when they depict her, and it annoys me because when they depict her as African. Uh, she's not African, so she wasn't black. She was white. She was Greek, um, and that's that's fact. Uh, she was the last of the they pharaohs. Do that with Jesus as well. She was the la- Yes, Jesus is the opposite. Although, if you want to be the BBC, apparently they do that with Anne Boleyn. That fucking oh, yeah. wound me up. Don't even get me. Don't even fucking get me started on that. I don't mind. By all means, right. Change, they were on about changing James Bond, weren't they? They were on about that a few years ago. Or James Bond, Idris Elba. Yeah. Yeah. Right, James Bond, fictional character. He can be whoever he fucking wants to be. He's a fake person. Mm. When you're using real people from history, you need to be accurate. It's just a fact. Anne Boleyn was not black. A black actress playing Anne Boleyn is wrong. It's weird. It is weird. Point point blank it's wrong it's like me playing Martin Luther King it's a fucking embarrassment you can't do it yeah that, it just won't work anyway but no well, anyway back to the point so she was on about Cleopatra and I was like no she's a fucking she was a joke I like not only that when she she nearly ripped Rome apart she ruined the Pharaoh dynasty she ruined Egyptian history she lost the city of Alexandria where her library was which was possibly one of the biggest libraries in the ancient world that was burnt to the ground I was like and when the going got tough she fucking killed herself she was a joke I honestly I've never got such a the worst bit was my tutor was like I fucking hate this but I can't mark you down because you're not wrong (laughs) She was like, she fucking hated every word of it, but she couldn't mark it down because it was right. Yeah. So, how many people are going to be interested now in my university stories? I bet they went, fucking history, fuck off, you bastard. Just clicked off. Yeah, what about... If you had to, if you were, if you was on a desert island, you had to take one, fuck, one person with you. My wife. And you're going you're gonna to well, be there for... Yeah. 
Ah, no, let's just put a time frame on it. Three months. Right. If I didn't have children, it would be my wife because, um, you know, because it's my wife and yeah. But if I do, if in this situation I do have children, then I wouldn't want my kids to be without a mum and a dad for three months. Do you get what I mean? Mm -hmm. So, to be honest, if it was only three months and I go back to normal society, I'd want to go on my own. Yeah. Like, genuinely, I think I could be quite happy for three months. So, as long as I had food, water, provisions, everything like that, I'd be quite happy sat on a beach for three months on my own. Well, if you was on, on an island, you'd have to find that stuff, wouldn't you? Can I at least take a Swiss army knife with me? No. 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 You can only use things that's on the island. Bear grills, then. I'm taking bear grills. Yeah. <laughs> See, I've thought about this, and I thought, well, you know, if you was on an island for three months, you'd want someone to get you through it, wouldn't you? So you'd want someone mm. you could talk to. You'd want someone that you can share what you're thinking with. And obviously you think about your wife and you think, well, you know, you could talk to her and you could share stories and all that sort of stuff. And, you know, she's your best friend and and she's going to, you know, and if you have to, if anything has to happen, you have to pull some needles out your ass or sit on a cactus or, you know, get one. She's probably going to yeah. be the one that's going to have to do that and all that. And then you think about it and then you think, well, three months on a desert island. Yeah, no, I'd take Les Stroud. Who? Who's Les, Les Stroud? Stroud. He's, he's, like a, he's, like, he's better than Bear Grylls. Oh, fair enough. Yeah. In my opinion, anyway. Um, again, we can do another poll on that, see what people think. But yeah, no, I, I'd take him for definite. Yeah, I think in that situation, yeah, I think... I said if, and also like I said, the, the pure that thought of uh, my kids not having parents for three months. You know what I mean, mm. yeah. I as long like as there's a, like summit, you know, because obviously you know if he's on there with another bloke, as long as there's summit's a fuck, that's not him. No, see, I'm not, not really... a turtle. You no, would be, you would be after three months. You'd have to find a melon or something. Did um yeah. could go three months. No. How long do you reckon mm. you'd last on an island, you? Me? Well, I've got a, got a fair... B- I could go at least a couple of weeks without eating, so that would be all right. Um, You couldn't go ten minutes without eating. No, well, I've got enough on me to to last me, is what I mean. Not I could physically do it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're right. Yeah, don't have to stop at every McDonald's on the way home. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I'm not sure. It's... Uh, I'm pretty pretty good with my hands. I'm pretty good. I could I could do fire. I could build a shelter. I could fish, hunt, that sort of stuff. But I'd be useless at things like trying to purify water and. You shit couldn't like build that. a fire. I could build a fucking fire. You can't build a fucking. Of course, fire. I could build a fire. Of course, you can't. Do you think it's not hard? What with? You're on a desert island. Everything's dry. You think you're going to rub two sticks together and build a fire? Uh, you don't have to use sticks. It's friction. 
Right, you ain't going to rub two bits of rope together and get fire. If I could find rope, you use a bit of, bit of kindling. How are you of... going to make a fire then? You just said you could have built a fire. You get With what? Spark. I'm sure there'd be rocks on a desert island I can use. Right, I'm going to take you to a desert island and film you <laughs> making a fire. <laughs> I could make a fire. I just think that's a complete and utter bullshit statement. I just don't... I don't think there's... How could you not make a fire? I Did you never go you to Scouts? A, I don't think you could make a fire. Did you not go to Scouts? I mean... I mean, you'd be sweating. You'd be dripping all over it. <laughs> oh, yeah, I do sweat, to be fair. <laughs> yeah. I do sweat, yeah. I need a little capture to stop it. Fuck, you know. I'd wait till it was night time when I'm not sweating and it's cold. And you can't see out because it's pitch black. Oh, it's what you, that's what your sparks are for. You can see that. There's one person I ain't taking to a desert island with me, and that's you. <laughs> At least on the one side, if you got hungry and I died, there's enough meat there to, to last you a like few alive. years. Yeah, you, you'd survive for a few years hmm. on mine. How long do you reckon it'd have to be if you was in that plane crash? How long before you... Had a piece of ass meat. What plane crash? What on Lost? The, no, on the live, the film. Not seen that. I'm gonna go with. The... It. It's about American. I think it was an American football team or something. There, there was a plane crash and there was in the snow and they all died. Some of them died and they had to eat each other. Um. As soon as it's available. Um, I ain't bothered. Would you go, I mean. I don't know if you. I mean, I suppose the ass meat is the bit that most people go for. But was that the bit you'd go for first? Um, I like rib. To be fair, I like my ribs. It's a bit more difficult to get at, though, isn't it? Got an axe. I've got an axe. Can get to. I'm not like I'm not one of these people that you know when you get people go. Oh, could you ever eat human? And they go, oh no, no. Could never. Is it or is it? Is it okay if the person who's dying says, um, you know, like when they say, go on without me, I'm only slowing you down. But if he said, I'm going to die, eat my ass, does that make it okay? I think I think if you're going to die, if you don't eat and someone's died, then I think it's fair game. But what if you were sat there? Because this would be my biggest worry. Because I'd, I'd put it off and put it off and put it off and put it off until I physically couldn't go any longer without eating. Otherwise, I'm going to pass out. Because my biggest worry would be that where you're just tucking into a piece of ass meat or an air roll or whatever it is. And you're chewing on this fucking earlobe and, and then a car pulls up. <laughs> and I was... Oh, shit. You I know don't what think I mean? that happens on a... <laughs> Because that would be my biggest worry. I'd be like, fuck, what am I doing? Oh, an helicopter flies over and you're there with someone's arm in your hand. I'm not eating that. I'm just signalling. Yeah. Yeah, God fucking, can you imagine? Uh, Put down the arse cheeks and step away from the body. Oh, shit. And you're just there like a cannibal, just like chewing on it. Not even like cutting just slivers off. Henry the Eighth, it just going. You'd have full to cook on. it, wouldn't you? Yeah, you'd have to cook it. But no, I don't. I don't think it put me off. I don't. I think as soon as I'm hungry, I'm fucking hungry. And if 
there's meat there meat is meat do you know what I mean I'm not I know you get people that are like oh no I could never could never eat a human could never do it and I'm like why why can't you no, like no, the, the will to survive is pretty strong isn't it? yeah I mean look at these poor bastards in like um, prisoner of war camps and that you've seen the state of them fuckers mm. and they're still alive yeah I'd quite happily yeah. kill someone to eat them if I needed to. Do you know what I mean? I'm not fucking bothered. Like I'm literally, what? I wouldn't want to. Someone but... from someone from Wales or Scunthorpe. Or Scunthorpe. <laughs> yeah. Reminds that Desert Island reminds me of that joke though. There's an Englishman, Englishman, Irishman, and Scottishman on a on a desert island, and they're you... sat there and they're, and they're, they, you know, they're sat on this fucking thing and they've been on this desert island for ages and. And then one of them just looks down. And there's some shine in the in the sand, and he picks it up and he rubs it, and it's a lamp, right? And this genie pops out, and the genie says, "You know, I'm the genie of the lamp, and I grant you three wishes." So he's this, the Englishman says, "Well, there's three of us. We'll have a wish each." So they all agree. Yeah, all right. So he says to the Scotsman, "It's the genie." Says, "So what do you what do you wish?" And he says, "You know, I'm I'm really missing, you know, homeland. I'm really missing." Haggis and bagpipes and whiskey and drugs. So uh, I, I, I want to go back home. So the genie says, your wish is granted. And he goes. So then he goes to the Englishman. He says, um, and you, what's your wish? You know, and, and the Englishman says, you know what? You know, just like the Scotsman. He says, I'm really missing, uh, you know, shepherd's pie and Yorkshire puddings and real ale. And uh, I'm really missing this shit. And, Cairn on star. Anyway, so he says, uh, well, he says, I want to go home. So he says, yeah, no problem. So he goes home and he goes and he turns to the Irishman and he says, he says, you know, you've got the final wish. What do you wish? He said, well, you know, I am really missing home as well. He says, I am missing um, potatoes and <laughs> potatoes. Guinness. Yeah, fucking and, Guinness. And he says, but more than that, he said, I'm missing my friends. Can I have my friends back? It fucking brings them back. I, <laughs> I, like, I like the old. Um, there's another one like that. And he's uh, an, Eng- an Englishman, uh, a Welshman, and a Scotchman. And they're, again, they're on an island. They find this magic lamp, and uh, the genie goes, oh, "Got three wishes." He says, "But I can't send you home." He said, "I can do anything, but I can't send you home." Um, and you're gonna die after. Like, what's your final wish before you die? And uh, the uh, the Scotsman goes, "Right," he says. Uh, my final wish before I die is to hear Scotland the Brave played on the bagpipes. And uh, it goes, right, okay, right, that's fine. That, that can be your final wish. And he says to the Welshman, he goes, what's your what's your uh, final wish? And he says, I don't know the name of the Welsh National Anthem. He goes, I want, I want to hear the Welsh National Anthem uh, played on a leak with daffodils. and My fanny, I think. Yeah, I don't know what it is. And uh, the Englishman goes, "Fucking hell, kill me first. <laughs> I thought that was quite a good one, but yeah, you got to be careful with them. Fucking, I we grew up on the Englishman, Irishman, Scotsman jokes, but fucking hell, you can't say them now, can you? I don't know. I don't know where you can't say them. No, <laughs> well, it's uh, that stereotype, isn't it? Well, fuck it. Well, yeah, but stereotypes are there for a reason, aren't they? There's, there's, you know what I mean? It's like... To an extent. Stereotypes, yeah, well, most of them come about because of things that 
make sense, don't they? It's like when you think of something and you think, it's like, you know, I'll give the example of like, um, if you're in a car and you, you, you're going to map read and there's a, uh, you know, there's a bloke and a woman there, who are you going to give the map to? You ain't going to give it to the woman. <laughs> These stereotypes aren't, aren't there because people just like, oh, it's like, oh, I don't know, want to, want to say something horrible. It's just, it's just, it's what it is. Yeah. I must admit, you know what I mean? women aren't as good at reading maps. I sit down, because obviously for those of you who who listened to last week will know both me and Lee are delivery drivers and we live off maps, don't we? Do you know what I mean? I don't even fucking mm. use sat nav half the time. It's map work. Everything's map work. And uh, I'll sit there and I'll be doing my map and things like that and my missus will be like, fuck you doing? Like, what? How'd you get, like, you just... But it's second nature, isn't it? You just sort of, you see your map and you 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 know where you're going. Yeah. And it's, uh... There's obviously, you know, the way, and again, it's controversial now, isn't it, to say like fucking this, like, you know, bloke's toilet, women's toilet. I mean, that's just the way it fucking was. But mm. now, obviously, apart from the, apparently a judge in this country has decided that is what it's going to be now, isn't it? Fucking none of this unisex bollocks. It is just going to be a man's toilet and a woman's toilet, so... Unless it's a single toilet, you know, like if it's a petrol Yeah, that's different though. You could have, yeah. But if it's a block of toilets and it has to be male and female, which is fucking right. Hmm? Because guess what? There's fucking males and there's fucking females, right? But anyway, um, you know, you just, I could just see the fucking negative comments coming out. Like, you fucking transphobic bastard. (laughs) That's not transphobic. That's just fucking nature. It's genetics. It's science. That's just nature. Anything outside of that. I mean, even they've got to choose which one they are, haven't they? Mm -hmm. Right? That's what they're doing. They've got to pick which one they are. So, pick one. Yeah? You're not in the middle. You're in the middle. No. It's one or the other. Yeah. And you can't be both. uh, Unless you're an an hermaphrodite. Even them, they've got got to choose, haven't they? Mm Mm-hmm. But um, what was I saying? Anyway, put me off a fucking thread now. I don't know. What was this? What was you I saying? I don't fucking know. It's but getting lately. It is. Cabbage throwers. <laughs> fucking cabbage throwers. Yeah, I like that. It's a good story. I enjoy I enjoy cabbage cabbage throwing. Well, I'm hoping we'll resolve the mystery when she gets the cameras up. I'll tell you what, though. Do you know what? Yeah, they definitely need a camera. Because do you remember the old... Uh, you've got the old ring doorbells now, ain't you? The yeah. ones with the cameras. Do you remember seeing last year that um, fucking was it last year or the year before that woman put the uh, she put a fucking cat in the bin? Do you remember? Do you remember that one? Yeah, yeah. The, the fucking woman just walked just past, opened a wheelie bin, and just sticks a cat in the fucking bin. Watch the cat in. <laughs> I mean, that's a fucking prick, isn't it? <laughs> that's a that, fucking bad. She wants locking up for that, that was, for a long time. That, that was pretty fucking bad. I was listening to I mean, um, another podcast uh, last week and they said uh, they were on about these sort of viral videos and um, when you said about the cabbage thrower, that, this one fucking jumped into my head. Do you remember the... It was last year that uh, that bin man that got sacked for booting the head off a fucking snowman. Oh, fucking hell, yeah. <laughs> fucking kids. That was this year, wasn't was it? Was it this year? Fucking kid yeah, snowman, and he just booted the head off it. I know the way they was talking about it in the in the uh, in the paper was like it was like a family pet. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Little Johnny came out and was devastating when he saw Rupert the snowman and dismembered on the fuck. I said, what the fuck? Honestly, it sounded like he just trod on his guinea pig. Yeah. 
In fact, he probably would have lost his job if he'd stood on a guinea pig. But kicking his head off a fucking Funny snowman, though, are we fucking real or what? He literally fucking volleyed it as well. He just ran up. Just <laughs> roundhouse kicked yeah, it. Yeah. It's just a fucking thing that's going to melt. Yeah, it's not going right. to be there tomorrow. No. That's how men- and he, I, he lost his job for that, didn't he? Yeah, I mean, that is he probably crazy, this country. he probably was on his last legs though, wasn't he? There's probably, pe- well, there's probably people around the world thinking they're crazy. Their country's so fucking crazy, it's fucked up. Um, and they probably think it's just their country, but it's not. It's the world. Yeah, you know, our country's just as bad. <laughs> We've got bin men being fucking sacked for booting snowmen. That's yeah, or old women. That's that not put a cats criminal offence, is it? No, it's not. Well, I mean, the cat thing is, I suppose, but oh, the cat thing is definitely yeah. It was it's funny to watch though, wasn't it? It was, it was weird. Did I tell you about this fucking? <laughs> it's not funny, but it's funny that coming home one night and um, this is Gaz, Gary, right? He's come home one night and um, he's walking up his his drive to his house and he just looks across he thought what the fuck's that and the uh, the wheelie bin was still at the bottom of the drive his next door neighbour's wheelie bin and um, obviously the the bin men had already been in that normally people take the bins back so he just thought it's a little old lady lives next door so he so he thought fuck oh just take her fucking bin in for her so you have to ask him about it so he, so he goes and gets the bin and um, goes to push it up the fucking drive and he thought what's this sticking out the fucking bin Grabs hold of it. It's a fucking leg. He's like, what the fuck? Anyway, opens the bin. She says, oh, are you all right, dear? She's fucking in the bin. She's God's put the fucking bin out in the morning. <laughs> God's, God's put the fucking bin out, right? And <laughs> lent in it and got in head first. The poor old bastard's been there all day. <laughs> sticking out this fucking wheelie bin. Jesus. And it's only because he... Honestly, it's only because he just stopping to see the bin and thought, ah, oh, just be a kind neighbour and move it you know, put it away, that you fucking found her. I mean, well, she'd she have pegged right. it probably that night, wouldn't she? Oh, yeah, she was all right when you got her out, now she's fucking fine, but she's been, she said, I've been in there all, all day, like, you know what I mean? <laughs> fucking hell, that is bad. All right, just before we round it up, I thought we should probably touch on the message that was left on the group about this Super League and what our opinions are. Super League? Yeah, they were on about the European Super League. And with the big six done in it, yeah. Well, it's 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 finished, isn't it? They they it didn't fucking take off, but obviously they he put on it. What was our opinion of it? My opinion of it is Tottenham are not a big six club. <laughs> to be honest, how can you put fucking Tottenham in there along with teams like Man City and Man United? It just doesn't. Tottenham are not. A... I think no. I, I I looked at it and I thought well. Um, I get it, and I, you know what I mean, but I don't get it. It's like uh, you know, most people won't even know what this thing is, but no. it was like uh, it's football, and we have the Premier League, and a lot of people know that around the world. But essentially, a lot of the top clubs in Europe got together and decided they was going to do this Super League, uh, like a breakaway league where all the, the big clubs are in it, which is kind of like we've got with the Champions League, really. And nobody likes the Europa League; it's fucking shit. So yeah. why you'd want to do that, I don't know. But I, I get it, and I think it would have made sense. But then I also think, well, but then the fans have got to travel and all that. And that none of that makes sense. So 
but then these clubs don't really care about the fans anymore. They pretty no. much no, they don't prove that they can they can do a season without any fans going through the door mm-hmm. because of this COVID shite. So you know what I mean? I don't think they're that bothered. I think that's actually probably cemented where they thought they were anyway. They thought, well, we don't need the fans coming through the turnstiles, which you've been telling us for years. And so now the, you know that that's been that's been uh, been proven. But obviously, the the hand gone through. It's not going to happen that yet. Um, but then the thing is with this, right? Because they're saying we're backing away from UEFA run things and all this shit. And then UEFA is it's dodgy as fuck, isn't it? Mm-hmm. And everything they do is just you know. And it's like this uh, Champions League final. Two British teams in it, right? COVID restrictions all over the world. Can't go here. Can't go there. Can't do this. And what did it do? The fucking move, the, move it to Portugal. It was in Turkey, wasn't it? They were on the banned list. So now they've moved it to fucking Portugal. I mean, what's all that about? Two English clubs. Move it to fucking England. Yeah, that seems a bit fucking yeah. mental. And then you wonder why these clubs want to leave, a, a, you know, something governed by them. And I'm not bothered about being in something that's governed by them. Well, to me, it's kind of understandable. Yeah, I mean, that does seem a bit fucking stupid, especially if you had to move the final anyway. You might as well fucking move it to the country. It's not like there's not enough fucking neutral grounds in England to play it on either. Yeah, of course, they could play it anywhere. And the thing is with that, it's like, um, then the fans can go because they're in the same country as is the you know as the teams as the final. So there's no there's no issue with this because on about going to Portugal now, you're literally going to have to. Oh, the idea is that you go to watch the game, you get a ticket, you get the plane ticket, you go, you basically fly to Portugal, get on the coach, drive to the stadium, watch the game, get back on the coach, and fly back. That just seems so fucking pointless. You know, so they, so they don't have to quarantine and all that fucking shit. It's just so my answer to the Super League. I get it because when you're governed by these sorts of idiots, it's like it's just bullshit. And then we know, don't we? Every time there's a World mm-hmm. Cup, it's all backhanders, isn't it? People getting watches and all that to get your fucking vote. Now it's just, it's just wrong. It's, 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 it's almost as bad mm-hmm. as the US election. Well, the fact that fucking Qatar is uh, hosting the World Cup should tell you everything. You know what I mean? I mean, <sighs> yeah. And what is it? It's like fourteen people yeah. die a day building the stadiums. Yeah, I tell you what. Just before yeah, we, we disappear. Though. I do want to say one little thing, and I noticed it, and I, it's uh, this. You mentioned it earlier. This Israel-Palestine thing that's going on at the moment, and I, I have an opinion, but what I find fucking hilarious is all the people that stand with Palestine, but yet are gay. Um, and I know this sounds really stupid, mm. right? Because if anyone's listening and you are gay, there's no nothing wrong with you being gay at all. And there's nothing wrong with you standing with Palestine. However, you should realise that it's illegal to be gay in Palestine. And if you're found being gay in Palestine, they will throw you off of a building until you're dead. Whereas they won't in Israel. So mm. I just find it fucking hilarious that you've got people going, I stand with Palestine, free Palestine. And I'm like, you realise Palestinians don't even want your support because they don't like you. Just find that a bit strange. Yeah, those types of things are very strange. You know, these people jumping on the bandwagon type thing. Yeah. I mean, 
the worst ones this because they're just done a, they're doing a copper aren't they some some copper shouted out free palestine or some shit and now they're on about doing it but then this copper's taking the fucking knee and all this shit which is obviously a political yeah. statement and yet no one was bothered about that and like i said at the time police in this country need to get back to being neutral yeah they do right just do your fucking job yeah yeah don't we don't care what your political views are. We're not no. interested because you wouldn't have this at a football match where um, it's two football teams, a red team and a blue team, and the coppers stand by and let the red team beat the shit out of the blue team. It just mm. doesn't happen. Yeah? Whether the coppers are from that town or not, they are there to do what they're supposed to do, and that is neutral policing. They just, if there's a crime being committed, they're meant to sort it out. Not say... Oh yeah, actually, we're with the red team on this, and no. we're like, no, it's not how it works. And this is where all these things that have been set up for hundreds of years, these things that work, all of a sudden we're sort of backtracking on a lot of this shit, and no. I don't get it. I mean, my, the country is just getting worse well, and worse. My, my dad's a copper, and, and you know, I've said said it quite a lot on my show, and people who listen to my show, my dad goes on there quite a lot um, as a sort of like an added guest, and. Uh, you know he he's a police officer and he he works in London and he's a Watford fan. Now he's actually been two games where he's policed the game that Watford are playing at, and when Watford score, he's not even allowed to cheer. That's his own team, and he watches them score and he can't even cheer yeah. because he's not allowed. So because yeah, he's in a neutral capacity, yeah. Yeah, he's neutral. He can't you can't do that. And as much as yeah. and believe me, that's fucking hard not to cheer when your own team scores. No, it's the same with so, like the. Um, you know these coppers that have to protect like um, Prince Andrew or somebody now. They probably don't want to be oh, there, right? No, I wouldn't. But <laughs> but um, but it's like that thing when <laughs> it you see what I put on Facebook about that. He had an intruder in his um, grounds, didn't he? And I uh, yeah. I said, oh yeah, the the guards only got suspicious. She's been there about half an hour actually, walking around the garden and all that. Where's Andrew? I've come to meet him and all that. And they only got suspicious when she said she was forty four. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> fucking hell but, he's uh but anyway yeah. um yeah that being said obviously get in touch with us if you've got a story you want to share on the st- show like i don't know some funny story that happened to you uh, this time you got your balls caught in a zip or whatever it is and um, that's probably not so funny Been but, there, done that yeah um you ever done the your chin my chin know what i do not with, not with your balls. You've, no, I do my... My beard gets caught in, in coats all the time. So I've never mm. caught my actual chin, I've but it. I've caught my beard hair all yeah, the fucking time. Yeah, years ago. Well, if you've got a double chin like I have, it's quite easily done. But yeah, I, I remember zipping my coat up when I was a kid and fucking got me... I, I, you know where... Do you know where a zip gets stuck on your coat mm. sometimes and you can't get it undone? You have to pull the other yeah. bit out. Um, well, that's what it did on my chin. And that's like... Try and force the skin out. Oh, it's fucking. Anyway, then I got onto that. Bastard. No, not do I. If you've got a, if you've got a story, <laughs> if you've got a story that's funnier than that, and you want to share it on the show, you can come on the show. It's very easy for us to do yeah, that through Facebook Messenger and other things. So, if you want to come on and share a story, or if you just want to type it up and send it to us by direct message on Facebook or whatever, then do that. Or through the yeah through the group. Yeah, or that. So. Come over to Facebook. It's um, absolute poppycock. That's all you have to do, and then you'll find us there, and then you can just join us. Obviously, you can contact us by email through supernaturalpod at gmail dot com. 
That's supernatural yeah. pod at gmail.com. That's you know that's set up so you could just use that one. I don't need a special email for this to. No, you know, no, we both got our own. So yeah, yeah. But if you um, want to email I've... us there, um, any feedback, any stories you want us to cover, like say if you've got a, a story in your local rag and you want to share that with us, send it to us there. Um, you know, get in touch. Yeah, we'll see. See you next week. Thanks for listening. Amazon's got everything you need for your dorm. From everyday essentials and clothing to school supplies to bedding so comfortable, you'll sleep right through your roommate's new hobby. Save on all things college at Amazon. When you love riding a motorcycle, you want to ride it everywhere, even getting a dental checkup. Mr. Carter, wouldn't you prefer the chair? I'm fine on my bike, Doc. Well, let me know if you feel any discomfort. And when you love saving money, you want to save even more. That's why GEICO makes it easy to bundle your motorcycle and car insurance. All done, Mr. Carter. Remember to brush, floss, and lubricate your drive chain regularly. Kickstart your savings with GEICO Motorcycle. Bundle and save on the things you love. Bundling car and renter's insurance with GEICO is so easy, your neighbors are probably already doing it. But who? Look for the signs. Chances are they live in a home and have a car. They use money and enjoy having more of it. They probably drink lots of lemonade. Mmm, lemonade. And they've probably said something suspicious like, I'm bundling with Geico or stop spying on me with those binoculars. If so, you may want to ask them how easy it was to bundle with Geico. Bundling is easy with Geico. Just ask your neighbors. Finding the right person for the job isn't easy. Just ask someone who hired a drama coach to be an IT guy. Yeah, I'm having trouble logging in. I'm not buying it. Say it again. This time with feeling. I can't log in? Come on, man. I want to feel your struggle. But if you've got an insurance question, you can always count on your local GEICO agent. They can bundle your policies, which could save you hundreds. Now, like your life depends on it. I can't log in. Yes, we'll make an actor out of you yet. For expert help with all your insurance needs, visit geico.com slash local today.